Well, it is that time of year again. In fact, it's been over a year since the last time I've done one of these. But uh, all right, I'm back in the the DM's chair, and we're back for another shard point. Actually, <laughs> it's that time again. You can't can't keep a good shard point down. Nope, and I, I can't keep a good schedule down either for that. But that's not going to stop us from having an episode today. So, um, shard point getting tenure. <laughs> <laughs> We're only up to six episodes. I think we need to get to at least ten to get tenure uh, to, uh, until we get to that point we, we, there. We've but got six here. It's good enough. That's pretty good, dear. All right. Uh, so, hi, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and let's just get our introductions in order because I need to do a little preamble before I reveal who our characters are. But before we get there, let's talk about what's going on. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sharppoint Academy. My name is Michael Skitchano. I go by Skitch everywhere. He, they, and... I will be playing as all the NPCs as the DM for this session uh, for our three wonderful players today. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get to our introductions for them. I'm going to start with uh, Fortnite. Go ahead and introduce yourself. New uh, returning player, but new name. So go ahead. I wasn't expecting you to actually go to me first. All right, then. So I uh, am Fortnite. I am a VTuber. I can be found at twitch.tv slash Fornea, F-O-R-N-E-I-A. I have been on for Shardpoint previously, and I played uh, Coltash, a Kalashtar uh, teacher of trick, gun, of trick gun play. Yes. All right. So, yeah, we have all veterans here and uh, i wanted to start with you first because we have a special pair of guests for today uh returning yeah that's uh, fair enough that's right power duo uh laura jane go ahead make with your introductions you okay first jane i'll go first hello i'm jane i am um in in their words <laughs> I'm a freelance video and audio editor. I also stream. I have recently co-written a book with Laura called Who Wants the Whales about the awfulness of capitalism in the video games industry. <laughs> um, I do many things, some of them reasonably well. Uh, find all of my stuff at Linktree, linktree.ee slash janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm Laura. I go by Laura K Buzz on the internet. Uh, I I I made Who Hunts the Whale with Jane. I'm also on Dice Funk. I have been on seasons three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and now ten, and one shots of varying kinds that have included at least one shard point in the past. I I I, I'm, I Dice Funk just can't get rid of me, and I'm here again throwing myself into more <laughs> Dice Funks. <laughs> I believe at least one of the one shots was a game that you designed too, wasn't it, uh, Laura? Right. At least one of them. I've designed a second game that I'm I want to do a one shot of at some point, but I'm gonna wait until I'm not DMing half of a season of Dice Funk to find time <laughs> to run another that's, one shot. Yeah, fair. That's completely that's completely yeah. fair. Yes, and I will uh, I will apologize for keeping you up late oh, for no. three nights of the <laughs> look my, there's, there's no night of the week monday to friday that i get to bed before midnight this is this is par for the course <laughs> <laughs> well all right late night so, crew Woo-hoo. yes late night crew and speaking about the opposite of that unfortunately we are we are on a particularly special day here at sharp point academy so let me give a little preamble about what's happening here so sharp point academy 
is designed to accommodate a wide range of students for a wide range of potential walks of life after they leave the academy. And we've seen many students from different disciplines and different character classes. We've seen bards, artificers, clerics, and and a whole litany of others. But there's one particular character class that was always interesting to think about from the perspective of a magic school, and that is the warlock, because warlocks get their magic powers from powerful entities known as patrons. And, you know, so one of the things I was thinking was how would warlocks work at a magic school? And part of me thought, okay, this is like a boarding school component where they learn how to be better warlocks for their patrons. So this episode is very much warlock themed, but with a little bit of a twist. And to understand that twist, we will then fade in on our scene that opens up in the office of the headmaster of Sharpoint Academy, Orin Waite. And he is sitting at his desk. He has JJJ, the little weasel, just kind of like in one of the little play areas nearby. And seated across from Orin are three, well, let's call them entities, uh, in their own respective chairs as, uh, well... Uh, let's just make this one thing very clear. I mentioned this is a Warlock-themed episode, but our players here are not play the Warlocks. So let's go ahead and get started with introducing who our characters actually are for today. Who would like to start? So I am going to be playing Josephine, who is a celestial patron of the uh, uh, upper planar angel variety. Uh, she is... Part biblically accurate angel, part overbearing mother bimbo. Uh, I, <laughs> speaking with Skitch, we were kind of debating on calling this uh, bimboly accurate angel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so that's her thing. <laughs> all right. So we have a celestial. Who's next? I suppose I shall go next. Um, I will be playing Baeril. She is a mid-old one. Not quite a great old one. She'll maybe work up to that in a few thousand years. Most of the time, she just <laughs> looks like a, 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 a nice old lady of indistinct species. But occasionally, she spouts terrifying oily tentacles from her back, which she mostly just used for crochet. Mm, mm, mm. Very nice. We're both in the tentacle <laughs> club. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I I will be playing Gambella, uh, who, to all appearances, just looks like a very, very, very exhausted uh, goth uh, woman. Uh, she she she's got very like messy hair. She's not had a chance to brush it. She's got like armfuls of of loose papers. Uh, she just looks very tired. All right. So yes, as indicated by our players, our characters today are not the warlocks. They're the warlocks patrons. And you might be thinking, well, how are we going to do character sheets for these? Uh, the answer is we're not. Uh, we're going to be playing a little bit looser. My primary rule for how we're going to work today is that each character has two ability scores that they always roll advantage with and one that they always roll disadvantage with. And we'll, uh, we'll unpack that as we get down along the line. But to open up... We have uh, to open up. We have Orin at the desk talking to these three patrons and describing the situation as thus. <sighs> OK, thank you all for making the time to come out here. I understand that it's always a little weird to 
come to the material plane under short notice, but you'll have to understand that this is an issue of utmost importance as it pertains to all three of your warlocks who are students here at the Academy. I know, it's always nice to see new environments and getting to know new people, you know. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I, I what a... Whatever, whatever it is we need to get done, the quicker you can let me know, the quicker I can get back to the back to my spreadsheets. I have been trying to, I've been trying to crunch the numbers on the on the on the carrot and stick uh, reward and punishments for a while, and any info you've got would be useful. Well, <clears throat> simply put, uh, when the when 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 your warlocks joined in as students, there were agreements and papers had to be signed, and upon evaluating them, I came across a clause that has not been resolved yet in these contracts. In essence, um, let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, okay, 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 got it. <clears throat> upon upon agreement upon this agreement being signed, the patron agrees that under the condition if and and or when the warlock student exceeds all expectations in her academic endeavors, the patron will be the patron will be contractually obligated to reward the warlock accordingly in order to push back against long-held traditions of predatorial patron warlock relations. This this uh this exchange will result in the warlock being given at least at least both of the following one parentheses numeral one unparentheses appendage written letter expressing genuine praise for the good work that they have done exemptions can be allowed for those without limbs such as hex blades and other incorporeal entities as well as one parentheses one unparentheses physical and or material gift of sufficient worth and or value to the warlock if this is not resolved accordingly, then the academy itself will be held under review and possibly audited for further uh, further actions being taken by the international warlock tr uh, fair treatment community. So, as you can surmise from this, unfortunately, I suppose to some, your three warlocks have been doing exceptionally well as students, and therefore they are due some reward from each of you in order for the school to remain in uh, good standing with the international community. Okay, I've got, I've got like two questions I need to get out of the way. Um, first of all, sincerely written letter of, uh, of congratulations. Do you have like any magical way of ensuring that it's sincere, or does it just have to come across as sincere? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, the the contract did not specify that the letter had to be uh, verified through magical means of being genuine. Okay. It just says okay, okay. the letter has to express what appears to be genuine praise. Okay. Okay. Um, and the the other one is the clauses in here. To make sure that uh, patrons aren't, uh, you know, taking advantage of their warlocks. Again, same question. There's no, like, verifying. Like, this isn't, we're going to get verified that we're not, like, ha it, we, we do this one gift and, like, legally that means we're not taking advantage of our um, warlocks at all. This this is apparently what the contract, what the stipulations are when the school is being formed. There's a lot of stakeholders and this is okay. the most that was placed that's, in there upon us. That's That's actually really reassuring. If I do this, I am contractually not taking advantage of my warlock. Cool, good to know. <laughs> 
But yes, that is the long and short of what needs to be done. Are there are the questions about that condition before? Mm. Are the questions about that condition before I go into proposing some methods of resolving this part of the contract? Well, you know, I've been sending all kinds of gifts and favors and other great things for my wonderful, wonderful boy. And I just wanted to know, does that all qualify? Am I good on that? Or do you and I need to do something extra special? I don't know. Like, what, 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 what's the read? Well, the, the read, unfortunately, was not much. I believe the rule, the ruling from the mail room, which is currently the melee room there, they're currently in a they've divided up into factions based on postage codes within the school. I don't want to get into that. Um, but the, the reading that I got from them when reviewing your case, Josephine, is that uh, none of your care packages have been actually delivered to your warlock. What? Uh, listen, it's there is some there are some particular policies about outside substances going through the mail facility, which is why I would propose in this case that you just personally deliver the items to the warlocks, thereby circumventing the mailroom altogether. Well, I suppose I'm just going to have to come around here and grace everyone with my presence. No harm in that, I hope. I figured that it was a bit much for someone of my st stature and situation to be coming around and, around and just hanging about all the young folks and everything else. And, you know, I really want my boy to succeed. And he's been doing very, very well. And I wouldn't want to disrupt that by showing up more than I need to. Yes, uh, the, it was Stefan Eldrain. Uh, he's, uh, I believe, the captain of the of the Academy's bocce team, which is, you know, you know that's very the good one. Yes, yeah, so Starpoint has a varsity bocce ball team. I don't know why. It just does now. <laughs> uh, international competitive bocce ball. Um, uh, Orwin will glance what, what, over to. Sorry, what, go was, ahead. what was the joke? What was the joke that we uh, we we were thinking about the the team name is the Botulators. Botulators. is a pretty good one there. <laughs> um, Orwin's going to look over at. Uh, uh, bar is it barrel? Is that how it's pronounced, Jane? Barrel. Barrel. Yeah, uh, and just sort of regardless, like uh, as for in your case, um, I will inform you that this might be more of a technicality, as I believe your your warlock was it Ni Ni Nigel Nigel. Uh, how you pronounce that name? To be honest, he's very boring, and I've kind of forgotten most of the time he's the living embodiment of beige. But um, we do our best with him. I was quickly, with regards to the postal issue, uh, is there any chance that outgoing mail has been affected as well? Because I haven't received a single tormented soul or any, not, not a, st a drip of sanity. Uh, yes, that. Um, I will have to consult the melee room to see if there's any information about those sort of deliveries being made, and I suppose I'll do that while you all resolve this particular issue. I would say that your warlock's case is a little unusual insofar that they have succeeded well academically while doing nothing but, uh, uh, while doing nothing but elective classes. So they have actually scored zero credit hours towards graduation, 
but still somehow performed above expectations. I'm not entirely sure how that worked. I suppose the standards were set low enough that they tripped over for success, is the term, but... <sighs> He's enthusiastic, bookish, but uh, one of those all-the-gear-no-idea kind of boys. Yes, yes. And for you, Gambella, I don't know if I... Uh, let's see if I can find... Your warlock's name. Uh, oh, uh, Clar- Clarissa. Clarissa, yes. Uh, she honestly is uh, very well-mattered, very well-behaved, very eager to find out the results of things, I, I, for some reason. but uh, Yes, yes. Um, uh, um, yes, very, very, very results-oriented. I have been keeping them, like, right on the baseline of satisfied, uh, just really, really desperate for the next time that they find out they did well at something. Um, again, contractually, I'm not taking advantage of them in any way. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just called encouragement. Exactly. I find that they pray, I find that they praise me more when I really carefully dole out the rewards and the punishments in exactly, precisely measured increments that make them crave rolling the dice and seeing whether I like them today. <sighs> right, right. Well, if you wish, you can obviously consult your warlocks, but when you're ready, we do actually have a way of helping out with the second clause of the contract. Um, Thankfully, whoever decided to build this academy has way too much time on their hands, and it's designed a myriad of portals exiting out of the school into other areas via the janitor closets. And when the time comes, I believe we could help get you all to one of many places to engage in any sort of uh, 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 consumerism. With the intentional goal of uh, of finding something that would be satisfying for your warlock. So when the time comes, uh, just just look for one of the the janitors, and they'll be sure to help you out with that. Right, right. Something to consume, like the minds of the the, the same. The mm, yes, we could probably drive them to something or other. I believe. I believe they sell, like, sanity at Whitefield or Hellridges or something. Over yes, there. yes, if you can't make your own sanity, you know, store-bought is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, well... Can I just say that I really like the the cleverness of just having the janitors not only keep up, clean the grounds and everything else, they also clean up traffic. It's great. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand this school as well. As well as I can, but eh, it is what it is. I suppose for the time being, it looks like the first blood has been drawn in the melee room, and I'm going to have to go down there and try to break up a few fights. I think they are... I think they're trying to... <laughs> I believe I believe the current term that's come out of there is last parcel standing, and I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't know whether that means they're fighting the mail or they're being something else entirely. But you'll have to excuse me. While you all uh, get to uh, making sure that the school does not get audited again, are, are, maybe they're playing uh, capture the flag stamp. Mm, nice. Uh, and with that, uh, Orid quickly ducks other the desk that they're sitting behind, and if one were to look, uh, he's just gone. <laughs> so either teleported away or some other means of getting to the the melee room, uh, where. Inbound and outbound mail is just caught up in a weird, obscure fight. 
But I like I like to imagine just like a Jetsons tube, just like. There are such tubes in the school, mainly for JJJ to navigate around their weasel tubes effectively. Oh boy! I mean, I was I was just picturing like a stage magician style. There's a mirror at a slight angle you've hidden behind, and you're like, I've definitely left the room. That would not be I'm, a, I'm, that, that would not be beyond or to do. <laughs> I'm just thinking that the familiar's name is just J. Jonah Jetson now. Oh, there's listen, there's many things. That to, as a reminder, the name is uh uh oh gosh, it's been so long. It is Jamarius Jenkins Jolly Good. That's what it is. <laughs> because Orin's a gnome and that's a very gnomish name to give something. So at this mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm. uh we are we will move out past the meeting. The the, the our, our heroes for today know what their jobs are. So you're welcome to interact with your warlocks if you wish, or do anything else you wish at the school before we move on to our uh, to the uh, the main stage of the campaign for today. I I think uh, Gambella is gonna like go straight over to the uh, the desk in the office where we've just had this meeting and grab a sheet of paper. Uh, and try and put this uh, this sort of note of sincere thanks uh, together for her warlock, and is going to very quickly just sort of go, um, uh, okay, where do I start? Uh, dear Clarissa, um, you have done admirably at weathering the trials and tribulations I have provided you of having wild magic. Um, the results of the magic you do are entirely random, <laughs> Uh, as is definitely really, truly, very, very truthfully the case. And uh, you you have done very well at uh, continuing to praise me uh, the uh, a wonderful amount. Uh, your ability to, uh, you know, the, the, the roll of the dice and have positive wild magic results come out at just the right frequency that you continue your studies has been... Wonderful to see. I'm sure you put lots of effort into that. Um, you have been doing a great job at um, uh, singing my praises. I hope you continue to roll the random dice of chance uh, and receive my definitely not doled out very sparingly uh, as per my spreadsheets blessings. Um, yours sincerely very sincerely, I'm. I. I it, it is legally considered sincere. Gambella. I like that entire sequence. There, like yours sincerely. Yeah, yeah. That this will this will do, right? Right, you two. This will this will probably do. I wrote sincerely on there like four times. Can I just say that it makes your patron sound basically just like the 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 software like the player condition software that they had for Maple Story Two. <laughs> Have you heard yeah, about that? Yeah, no. Uh, no. What's what? What is this? It keeps track of like how many good things happen for a player and what they're saying. So if like you if you go around saying I'm having fun or I enjoy this, it doesn't give you yep. shit. But if you say like I hate this game or I'm going to quit, suddenly uh, a bunch of good things start happening to you. So it just measures it out just to keep people along. It's just like it's really gross. Yeah, no. So the the, the deal here for Gambella is that um she's presenting to her warlock that um 
he has completely random wild magic. I spin the wheel every time that... Uh, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the way the Gambella is presenting to uh, her, her pa- uh, to her warlock is that you've got wild magic. Every time you you do magic, I spin the random chance wheel, and and you get some sort of effect. Um, now Gambella has very carefully mm-hmm, planned mm-hmm. out uh, using all the tricks of the loot box video game industry system uh, exactly how often mm-hmm, to dole mm-hmm. out positive rewards uh, versus negatives to keep that like just one more go, just one more go loop going to maximize the emotional investment in worshipping her as a patron. So like just to get that explicitly out there, she's lo- she's loop she's loot boxing her warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that I was like somewhere in that realm. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't need to necessarily play out everyone write out the letters unless someone has an idea for theirs that they want to tap into. But, uh, but yeah, uh, with that, is there anything else you all want to do while in the office? Anything you want to steal or whatever, you know? <laughs> I think Beryl, as she's sort of packing up her crochet, will look towards JJJ and give him like a knowing wink. And say, I like the cut of your jib. Uh, uh, the, the, the weasel sniffs the air for a moment and then winks back at you. <gasps> oh, you got weasel winks. We know what's going on. Uh, I want to wink at the weasel now. Does the weasel wink back at me? <laughs> uh, it takes a, it takes a, a beat, but it does, but uh, JJJ does wink back with the other eye this time. <sighs> Hell yeah. Weasel winks. <laughs> Seeing as how, uh, well, one, I neglected to mention this earlier because I always forget to actually give physical descriptions in more detail than I should. <laughs> we might, I might actually uh, ask you to edit some of that in uh, from like a post recording kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Josephine, you know, when I say. Part biblically accurate angel and part bimbo. Uh, yeah, normally she just looks like a seriously curvy, top-heavy lady, but she also still has uh, several tentacles that come from her back and form her wings. She does not have feathery tentacles. Her tentacles are or feathery wings. She has tentacle wings. Mm-hmm. And right now there is another. Uh, person of interest who also has tentacles and she is very interested in seeing who's her bigger <laughs> I'm not sure if there's a role we should do for this or just some other way to determine who has the bigger tentacles in this relationship here what, what, what do you roll for tentacle size? I, I don't know <laughs> I happy like, thoughts happy thoughts <laughs> I mean, maybe dexterity to really stretch him out, get him, get him looking as big as possible. Sure, why don't I don't you, know. What? I'm thinking, I'm thinking charisma myself. Well, yeah, yeah let's do charisma. <laughs> but wait a minute. Oh, looks like looks like Beryl and Josephine both have permanent advantage on charisma. So go ahead, just give me two d twenties each, and let's see how this pans out. Oh boy. Seeing as you're doing this with uh, char- with charisma, are you both trying to see like who has the best big tentacle energy? <laughs> I rolled so poorly. I got a three and an eight. <laughs> I got a twelve each time. All yeah. right. Well, well, in this case here, Josephine does seem to make a a bigger show of their tentacles in this particular moment. There, granted, I think Beryl has a slight disadvantage because she's probably knitting something at this very moment. 
ABK always be knitting. Always be knitting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look, it's, it's it's not about the size of your tentacles. It's about what you do with them, and that's some wonderful knitting you do. It's speaking about knitting adjacent things. You will. I will just as a reminder. One of the details about JJJs they have a very fancy looking like little vest that they have wearing, and even like a little pocket square in the little vest pocket on uh, on that there. So that's the things that uh, that Beryl can see very easily when uh, exchanging winks with the weasel. Uh, so, rather than walking out the door to the office, Beryl just dissolves into a puddle of black slime and mm-hmm. just reappears outside Nigel's door. And mm. not so much knocks as just goes... Uh, uh, one sec, uh, I'll be right there. Uh, and after a little bit of fumbling, the stuff being knocked over, uh, the door opens and kind of dressed kind of disheveled and otherwise is, well, well, Nigel, I describe what they look like, but uh, they make Blake look like an interesting and elaborate individual by comparison. Uh, there's your little season six reference there, everyone. Uh, but yeah, the most I can't even think of what better way to describe it, the most milk toast person possible. Uh, I think we you could describe them, even gave them like a nine in charisma, which is hilarious. A warlock with a negative charisma stat chain. That was kind of the <laughs> point. Yeah, he's very, very bad at it, but he mm-hmm. deeply desires things and finds himself in all sorts of trouble. That's probably how he got to us in the first place. But uh, yeah, the living room embodiment of beige, you know, he wears. Uh, just like boring charcoal grey uh, drainpipe trousers and uh, a little knitted cardigan mm-hmm. that he may have had forever. And it, it too is a mix of camel taupe and beige. Get all the mm-hmm. sort of vague brown feels in there. Uh, uh, hey. Well, uh, uh, hey, Beryl, I wasn't uh, expecting you to, to show up. Uh, uh, I, I hope I didn't do anything wrong. You are a constant disappointment, but uh, I am contractually obliged to inform you that you've done very well. So, um, here is a a well-done note. We had to handwrite you a thing, so here's this. It just says, GG. Oh, oh man, those are my two favorite letters. Nice. One second here. And, uh, uh... Nigel like what runs over to the wall where there's like some posters and stuff and just like like takes some um sticky tack or whatever it is just sort of p- puts the letter up on the wall next to the posters just this piece of paper just says GG on it not even signed it to him specifically is that a poster <laughs> for gravel yeah man yeah 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 well no 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 it's this is actually asphalt uh that I I tried to get a gravel poster in here, but I was told that was a little bit too racy for the uh, for the dorms. The others were getting kind of uh, a little bit intimidated by it. So I, I, I've I have asphalt, and that's tree bark right there. You know. Yes. Oh, have you uh, managed to torment anyone recently? Broken anyone's mind? I hear you could probably throw them down to the mail room. That's where the action is. Uh no no, no I mean, I'm, 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 I'm uh, listen I'll. I'll I, I'm working on that, but you know, this semester I was feeling a little like overwhelmed, so I just kind of wanted to take it easy, and I, I took a bunch of electives. Uh, I had a we had a home economics. Um, I had a, you know I had a, a nonfiction writing was one of the classes I took. Um, descriptive writing is what they call it, but you know, just like that. And um, 
a wall staring, which I don't even know why that's a class, but you know, I saw that. I'm like, that sounds like my cup of tea, man. So I just signed up for that. Yes, I saw you done quite well at History of Chaos and Chaos Literature and Artifacts of Chaos Identification, so antiques, uh, but um, not actually much in the practical terms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm working up to it. You know, I just got to like, you know, I, I've tried casting, uh, you know, I tried casting a spell or two and, uh, you know, I, I haven't made a complete embarrassment of myself when I tried that, but usually the only people watching are the uh, the asphalt posters so you know <laughs> yes yes well i had considered getting you a nice gift considering you've done so well and i i was i i can i had heard that a gold star is traditional so i i considered that i started working on it and then i found out that actually to uh, get nuclear fusion that constantly churns out uh, uh, radioactive gold i'd probably need more energy than exists in, within the entire planeverse. And I did talk to the big man about uh, possibly ending everything, but uh, he's just got himself a new weighted blanket and he wants to really give it a, a proper testing out and until such time as he's managed to uh, actually destroy everything himself. So maybe at graduation. She gives him a little pat on the head with, with one of her tentacles. Uh, that sounds, sounds pretty cool. Well, I mean, like, you know, I, I'm I'm game for anything. Like I, you know, I was thinking, man, some of the other kids like look a bit cooler than me. So I was thinking maybe like getting a maybe a haircut or something, you know, uh, or maybe maybe like a nice little like a uh, 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 a second pair of pants that look like a slightly different shade of gray, you know, something that would really make me stand out. Nigel can. can why don't you just join the family? You know, we could we'd maybe work on some tentacles for you. They're, they're very cool. People like them. People of all ages and genders. I mean, that's an option, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't, I've, I, I don't know how to grow them or anything. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm just Nigel, you know? Hey, hey, here I am. <laughs> She's going to give him another one of those creepy winks that she gave JJJ. And Nigel just sort of like doesn't get it. It does not respond back in kind. Yes, yes. Don't worry. We'll we'll fancy you up, lads. Don't you don't you worry at all. Just uh, maybe uh, maybe some graffiti, something. Could you maybe just act up just a little bit? Mm. I mean, there was that one time I wadded up a piece of paper and left it on my desk for a whole two minutes. I think that was pretty rebellious, you know? Oh, yeah. Heck the system, Nigel. Oh. <laughs> right, I'm, I've got to go. I, I think I hear the tormented wailing of, of uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's such a dweeb. <laughs> Oh, that was great. All right. Can I just say I was getting a lot of vibes from Are You Being Served through that whole thing? It wasn't the voice I'd been practicing for the last half hour, but it was the one that came out when I spoke. So there we go. It's really... <laughs> it's basically Hyacinth Bouquet, if you've ever watched Keeping Up Appearances. Uh, all right. <laughs> so you've had a chance to sort of feel out like a little bit of what Nigel's like. Pretty easy to please to a fault, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, um, I guess uh, 
Gambella, do you want to have an interaction with uh, Clarissa? Yes, yes, yes. Um, right, right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, so I put down my notes. Uh, knock at the door. Here we go. Uh, one second. And then you know, there's a, another sort of fumbling sound of a room. Door swings open, and then there's just, just a gas like. <gasps> Oh, oh, it's you, it's you, it's you. Oh, oh, oh shit, I haven't done my dailies yet. I haven't done my dailies yet. Uh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Right. I mean, you get you get, you get get three free spins on the wild magic wheel if you do your daily, if you do your daily prayers. I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I got that, and I, and I was going to, and I was going to, uh, you know, uh, I was going to get some, I was going to get some currency and get that a little bit later on after I got my little, uh, my allowance from my parents and stuff. But, you know, I just really wanted to make sure that, like, you know, that I was just doing good. Anyways, I didn't expect you to be it's here. Fa- it's, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. You have until midnight to get your dailies in. It's all good. Right, 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 right. I have a whole. Uh, how, yes. Uh, how, are you, how are you doing? Are you feeling, you feeling good and satisfied by uh, uh, all, all of your magic? Everything feeling good and up to, up to scratch? It's amazing what it's like when everything's completely random and not controlled by some, you know, shadowy figure that's manipulating the numbers in the background. It feels great, you know? Oh, I know, I know. I, it's what a what a curse I have having to having to be be in charge of, of pure randomness. But I'm I'm glad that, you know, it doesn't work out so well for some of my some of my other warlocks, but you, you seem to be getting all of my best luck. Mm-hmm. You you've you've got you've got better better skews than anyone else I've uh, I've I've had with me. It's 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 you're truly special you are. Yeah I'm I'm, I'm about to see here. I'm about to do poll I'll be doing lucky poll number thirty eight for the week today. So I know I'm gonna get something good then. It's 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 fifty percent of the time it always is poll number thirty eight that gives me something that is better than two stars. So you know I'm ready yep, for that. Yep. I mean, I mean, statistically, it is it is fifty percent of the time that it is always the case for number thirty eight, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh well, I I hear you've been doing. I hear you've been working very hard. I hear you've been doing mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been putting the work in. Yep. I uh, I've decided to just guess randomly on. Ooh, let's see what we got here. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I've been guessing randomly on every question on every test, and for some reason, it turns out that I'm somehow on the top of the curve of the class every time. Well, I'm I'm glad that random chance, and it is definitely random chance, has given you. Just enough, just just enough random chance to get you all those correct answers to keep you keep you uh, pleased with the uh, the patron patron warlock relationship. Uh, oh, I have this letter for you. Oh, oh, oh! None of none of my none of my none of my other warlocks have been getting these. Oh, oh, I see. And 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 Clarissa says, opens up the letter, reads it really quickly, and like then hugs it to their chest. We're like, oh, this is great. Ah. Awesome! Awesome! Thank you! Thank you! Oh. right, right. See, you've 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 been so good at keeping up with your dailies that this is a special reward. This is a special, uh, three three years, eight months, and two days daily login bonus <gasps> reward. Uh, you've not broken your streak in all that time, and this is just for you. Oh, I knew that this day was going to come. Uh, I, I, it's a. Of course it would be on this particular day. All these other ones do their like special login bonuses on like the first day of the month or the first day of the year. Well, see, you know why you know why it's then? It's three years, eight months, that's thirty-eight. And two days, two is like divide by two, fifty percent. It's the odds on the thirty-eighth poll. 
See, it's it's it it was all it was all meant to be. Ah, uh, everything works exactly as randomly you, planned. Look, look, you just have to look out for the patterns in the random luck, and mm-hmm. and and you know, keep doing the pulls until the definitely real patterns start to emerge, and and oh, you'll have you'll continue to have a great time. I will say that as you talk with Clarissa. If you if you look in the room, you might notice that on the wall they have what appears to be like a giant like map of like everything there, including like what looks to be a probability table that they have reverse engineered. And uh, a cursory glance indicates that's yeah, that's a pretty good guess as to what the odds probably are, but you know not quite. You know? Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, look, I I I look over at this probability chart and I think that like. The problem is some of the data that she's been using to try and map out the probability mm-hmm. was correct and once I realized oh you've worked it out you've worked it out too well I start tweaking the odds to be like oh no no there's more to it I need to keep doing the pulls to to find out what I got wrong right. you know just <laughs> just stopping you from really locking down those numbers I don't want you doing the thing where you wait until like 46 people have played the crane game before you play it mm-hmm. and that's where you get your win yeah, uh, you've uh, you've issued hot fixes where you've indicated, you know, uh, what what are the changes? The hot fix we've uh, fixed some stability and security in the uh, in the yeah. wild magic tables there. But we don't mention is the odds have been modified slightly. Also, you just have to go into the um, into the odds. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I yeah, exactly. I make the I make the rewards slightly less frequent, but slight just slightly better. So it's like, oh yeah, well I was I was slightly un I was unlucky for slightly longer, but it was worth it. So I will start putting up with that slightly longer wait between rewards. So my question my question for that is is this is does it does the probabilities get better or worse if somebody pays into the wild magic or is it better when they're I mean mm-hmm. I here's the thing. I think that the more someone is like really, really putting in the work for their uh, for their their patron, I think that the odds do go up, but they go up. Um, they don't go up exponentially. Mm-hmm. It's not like I pay. Uh, I I did twice as many things for my patron. My odds doubled. Uh, it's diminishing returns, but like if you keep doing more for your patron, the odds will slightly go up. <laughs> well then, um, and uh. You could also see a bunch of various little trinkets around in there, standard items that, you know, one might have to appear to give them good luck due to various superstitions things. So you might notice, like, for example, there is a singular shoe like mounted on the wall. It's a lucky specific shoe they wore that one day they happened to get a really good pull on their magic, you know, um, and, uh, and a couple of other things. There's a there's like a little I don't know, I'm trying to think here, like a. Like uh, I'm trying to think of something that'd be very silly to have. Um, the lucky, the lucky Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, things yeah. like that. This, this is the this is the pen I was using when I got those really good results on that test. You know, that mm-hmm. stays up on the wall. That's the lucky pen now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's so lucky. Yeah. I don't want to use it because that ruins the luck. Right. That's how things work. This is my lucky stress ball. It makes all the bad rolls go away. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Gambella's gonna, gonna just say, look, I, I, uh, I have, I've gotta go now, but I'm gonna be back later with a little gift for you, and don't worry, it's going to be, um, it, it's going to be a lot of lucky things all real smushed in together, it's gonna be so lucky, you're not even going to know what to do with yourself. Oh, do I need to do, like, a fourth pull to get it or something? 
No, no, no. This is this is part of your daily login bonus for the three months, uh, three years, eight months, and two days. You, you'll, I mean, well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to do an extra pull if you did an extra pull. It might be even better. Who knows? But uh, you'll get something no matter oh, what. Oh, I got it. Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll make sure to, I'll make sure to plug the wild magic into all the other times I hang out with friends, just to make sure to get them on board too. Oh yes, the more people you sign up for Wild Magic, uh, the better. You, you'll get those referral bonuses before you know it. <laughs> Influencer bonuses. <laughs> um, with that, she's gonna she's gonna head off. All right. I think for our last student interaction, we got Josephine. Yep. All right. Um, I'll say this: while you're approaching Stephen Eldrain, Steve, is it Stephen Eldrain or Stephen Eldrain? How do you? Stephen Eldrain. Stephen Eldrain. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Eldrain. Yeah. As. Uh... Josephine is just going to saunter out of the office and, you know, ask someone for directions, a big hip swing all the way, getting stared at by basically everyone and pretty much proving why she should not hang around campus on a regular basis and all that other business because, boy, howdy, these are college students and she is distracting as hell. Um... But eventually she will arrive probably with a little bit of a crowd following at a safe distance. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that as you approach Steve, uh, Stephen Eldrain's uh, room, you'll notice that there's a, a handful of students basically using presentation to do like silly string all over the door. Um, just kind of like doing some sort of what appears to be like a borderline prank type thing as you approach. Oh, hello there. Are you my boy's friends? Uh, uh, oh, sorry. And they, 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 the, the kids just sort of bolt away as soon as they notice they're being watched by a crowd at this point here. Huh. What strange children. Oh, well. Uh, she'll go to the door and she won't even touch it. She is going to just kind of radiate her golden glow such that the light permeates the door. Oh, okay. Oh, oh my mom. Ah, uh, okay. Wait. Okay. I'll be there. And there's again, stumbling stuff. And then the door opens and you see, uh, what I guess is actually an, an Asimar because they're a half effectively a half celestial themselves right you yeah know? that sounds about right yeah yes and so uh they're you know they're in they're they're in just you know regular clothes they got like a varsity jacket on for the bocce team they see they see you there's like oh god uh mom i mean uh <laughs> steven eldrin great big mom hug ah uh, uh hey, 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 hi mom i uh wasn't oh, it's been so long since I've seen you. Mm. Uh, cheeks uh, all kisses all over the cheeks, all kinds of lipstick marks left behind. Uh, uh, I, I, I oh, it's been so long. How have you been, sweetie? You've been doing so well. I, I thanks, but um, I uh, uh, guys, can you stop staring at my mom? <laughs> As he, he oh, says, are those your friends? You have some other friends here. They were decorating your door. Oh, those were the uh, those are the rookies. They're just hazing the uh, they're hazing the uh, the team captains as is tradition. You know, it's you know. Oh, they're making your door foggy. That's so sweet. Right. Uh, so, uh, mom, what are you doing here? 
Well, you know, there was a big thing when we signed you up for this college. It's really nice, and we wanted to make sure you had everything you needed. And so, seeing as how Mommy's a little special and a little unusual, we needed to make sure that all the paperwork was in order. And so, we're following through on that and making sure everything's all good and happy. Oh, so that's why other moms sent me that stuff already. Okay. Oh, Judith's been around. Well, yeah, Judith sent me like uh, uh like this letter saying how you know she's she's proud of me and stuff, and then she also like you know sent me uh uh sorry, I'm just getting uh some digestion issue there. All good. Uh, yeah, Judith. Yeah, Judith sent me uh like a letter saying that you know she was. Kind of, he was proud of what I was doing, and she came by and like dropped off, you know, a little care package as they point over to the desk. There's like a little basket with some stuff in there, like uh, what looks to be some bocce balls and other little stuff tied mm-hmm. up with a uh, with a bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet of her. I really need to give her a call. It's been so long. Uh, I've been sending you so many things. I've been thinking of you every day. Apparently the mailroom is having some kind of tiff with itself, so they haven't sent any of my things to you. And, well, it just means I might have to show up a little more often around here and give you what my gifts myself. Uh, Isn't that great, uh, sweetie? Uh, uh, sure, Mom. But, uh, listen, um, uh, I, I just need, like, you know, like, you know, some space, you know, like I, I, I just want to, you know, do well on the team, do well in my class and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind oh, you of have pl- you have plenty of space. You just need to step outside of the door every so often. Just look up. It's plenty of space up there. Uh, right, mom. Uh, So listen, if you want to do that, if you want to, like, do something like that for me, I, there's one thing I asked Judith for and she didn't bother giving me. Um, what? That sounds unlike her. Yeah, well, so some of the other guys in the team found out that she used to be like, you know, a big championship level bocce ball player. You know, back when she- Oh, that's how we met. It was so exciting those days. Yeah, back when she, she, was, she, she played over at, it was uh, an Ohio State University, you know, just that, <laughs> that you know, GSU, you know, she was a big star. Well, the thing was, when, and that is Ohio and G N O L L H I O, just to join <laughs> to join Schmorda and Fuscany. Those, um, it's like, well, apparently they made like trading cards of the players on her team, and we're trying to, and the other guys were trying to make a full set, and they're missing her card. And so I asked oh. if she had one that she could give me, and she was like, no, that picture's embarrassing. I ain't giving that to you, kid. Nice try. And then, you know, that was oh, that. Oh, you're making a photo album. That's so precious. Those days were so wonderful. She prayed so, so hard when she, the day before the championships. It's how we met, after all. Right. Well, I mean, if you could help get that, that'd actually be, I don't know, kind of cool mom but i'll see what i can do it shouldn't be too hard to find a nice picture of judith (laughs) 
right? Uh, okay, well, uh, in the meantime, can you, like, not hover by my room too closely? Uh, there's too many of the other students kind of gawking at you for, for me to be uh, kind of comfortable here. So, uh, uh, see you later, Mom. And then they try to, like... They they try to like I don't know act like they're busy with something in the room while you're just standing there. <laughs> she, she she starts to basically like say how she doesn't mind people watching her because you get used to that kind of and the door shut. <laughs> uh so yes uh the uh, so we got that little thing resolved out and uh, unless there's anything else you want to do at the school one way or another, I think we can go ahead and reveal where we're going for the latter part of our adventure today. I will say that Josephine does head over towards the staring crowd and just kind of says, hi everyone and waits for them. And you know, and they'll probably scatter at that point and she'll just be like, Oh, I wonder what that was about. All right. So, uh, after consulting, after you all find each other and consult one of the janitors, we'll just say it's it sparkles because you know the the, the mainstay just being like, oh, you're looking to go to that place, huh? Okay, well, let me get the door open for you, and with a snap of their fingers, uh, a nearby door just opens up, and you can hear the sound of just a boisterous sort of crowd. Um, as the doorway leads into a, a, a location I was trying to come up with the name of. I have two names for it. Um, we got the shopping multiplane <laughs> or the multiplaner shopping center. One of the two. But yes, it is M-A-L-L dash to planer uh, location there. <laughs> Yes, the I inter- like them. I the think in- I think I like the second one a little more. Yeah, the the multiplanar shopping center. Yes, it's the interplanar mm-hmm. shopping center for basically various outsiders to engage in shopping in one convenient location. It has all of your favorites, um, and I have a bunch of store names listed here for you all to work off of. But yes, to re- to get presents for your warlocks, you're off. You're going to the mall to go shopping. <gasps> Woo! Gambella knows what she's looking for. Uh-huh. She's she's got a thing in mind. She's looking for the. She's looking to wedge as many like cheap bits of luck-related tat together as possible. Things that she knows won't actually impact any of these roles, but like, you know, uh, you know, here, here's what I'm picturing: lucky rabbit's foot. But like, there's a four-leaf clover between two of the toes. Mm-hmm. There's also a penny between two of the toes. Lucky penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe two of the toes have got like a. A birthday candle between them because, like, ah, birthday candle. Wish for better luck. It's how many how many things can I wedge right. together to go? This is just an amalgamation of definitely lucky things. All right. Well, uh, lucky for you, I got a handful <laughs> of stores I could list off right away for you to choose between here. Ooh. All right. So we got uh, we got a, a basic one. Lucky's loot boxes. Loot spelled L U T E. So okay. loot boxes there. <laughs> we got um, Faye to win. F E F E Y to win. Um, that's for the you know the Faye Wild related stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, of course everyone's favorite surprised round mechanics, um, which is a. <laughs> Uh, which is, but those are oh. those are a handful of the luck adjacent stores that you can see. 
uh, on the map for the mall. The mall is the mall is the mall is ir- is irresponsibly large. We're talking like <laughs> hundreds of stores. Thankfully, there's a lot of shortcuts to get to where you yeah. need. Um, Look, all of those sound very good, but Faye to Win is the one that's sort of tickled me. <laughs> Faye to Win seems like it's got uh, the vibe I'm looking for. It's so good. It's just like, oh, you just buy a thing, and then you realize you're really in for it now. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, if you go to Fade Away, do not try any of the samples in there, because if you do, then all other food tastes kind of terrible for a while when you come back. Um, oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm well aware in what not to do to not get sucked in. <laughs> I look. You think you're going to suck me in? I wrote. I wrote the book on all of these things many thousands of years ago. I, I perfected these arts. I'm the one. Who, I'm the one who invented the user and license agreement. Thank you. <laughs> oh gosh, there should have been a Eula joke somewhere. That would have been pretty good. That <laughs> is you didn't. <laughs> uh, but okay, let's just go ahead and get started with the the group going to fade away. Um, uh right right you you both thank you for coming along uh do not i repeat do not accept the one free box opening they offer is like oh you come in the door see see what you get free in the box like that's how they get you they get you on the way in they're going to offer you they're going to offer you the mystery box it's gonna have something really good in it and then they're going to say do you want to pay to open another box i i I, we've done this dance before just whatever you do don't open the free box I think I opened the box once upon a time, and I don't really know what happened. Someone kept calling me and calling me and calling me, and I never really understood. I thought it was a prank. Mm. The on, on, There's a sign on the uh, window for Fade of Wind that even has the advertisements for like comedy polls for certain monetary values. Uh, the... Uh, I will not even ask for Gambella to roll for this because Gambella will just know automatically. The the numbers actually don't add up correctly, where if you pay more, you're getting actually less pulls per gold piece than if you're just paying for the individuals. It's that sort of reverse. Oh yeah, bundling. no. It's yeah, it's one of those things where like um some of them are listed like directly in the cur- in like the main currency, but some of them are listed in like obfuscated additional currencies and as such like you can't work out that you're actually spending more cuz like they've shown you a smaller number of a bigger currency. Right. Uh this this is this is also why Fadewin has the sister store next to it Gotcha now, um which is, you know, its own little <laughs> Uh, they're both they're both the same company but they brand themselves so differently to make people not realize they're two different store they're the same storefront um yeah um gotcha now just like chops all of their items up into thirds and makes you like get all three of the pieces separately may may i may i pitch a, a store name go ahead eula luctus Ooh, there he goes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hmm. I was trying to think like endless user, like endless user luck arrangement. You know. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there there you a, go. But anyway, uh, any number you can venture into Fatal Wind to help uh uh Gambella get an item for their warlock. Sure, I'll come to. All right. Josephine will go along and compare her glow to the Fey glow and see whose is prettier. 
Well, it depends. Uh, your glow is pretty good. I mean, it's an S rank, but it's not a double S rank glow, as you can see from this one item there on the wall. It just happens to look more glowy. That's just because they added a video effect on front of the glow between it and you to make it look more present than it really is. It's the same skin as the S rank glow. <laughs> This is what I get from playing just uh, just enough of these games to know how they just do the <laughs> simplest bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, as you're all in here, I will just let's just kind of do a little fun thing. I want everyone just to just roll a just a wisdom check for me real quick. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Josephine rolls with disadvantage. Gambella rolls with advantage. Let's see what we got here. Yep. 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 I knew what I was getting uh... into with this. A nine with advantage. That's it's a, a little below average, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we and I uh, see Jane. We got a twelve from you. Yep. And uh, fortunately for Josephine, well, what we got here. I I rolled an eighteen. Then I rolled a two, so that adds up to twenty, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to say between the three of you, Josephine is unfortunately the one that's sort of the most drawn by by the wings in particular. Uh, is anyone so, surprised? Uh, <laughs> I will say this. You're like, well, those look okay, but they don't have tentacles. And then you look, they turn to the left and like, oh, wait, no, those are the tentacle wings there. <laughs> She's basically like halfway between uh, just like admiring things, wanting to try things on, and also, but also at the same time, grandstanding and Wine and on being on the verge of like cutting a promo about how to actually have like a proper beautiful glow and like that kind of thing and she's just kind of like swapping between like all of these dispositions in rapid succession and not paying really paying attention to what anyone else yeah. is saying um Gambella's gonna run over and shove a sheet of paper uh in in front of your face which is just like all of the uh, all of the very simplified ways that like this this shop is going to try and scam you to just try and be like nope nope read, look look at the look at the numbers these are the numbers they don't show you these are the raw data oh Stop your it. handwriting is so wonderful you must put a uh, lot of yes, practice into it yes and it's it's writing about how you're gonna get scammed by the very things I do she'll I mean, she'll take the paper scams. she'll take the paper and just kind of wander away trying to understand it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and failing i mean look it's not my problem if you go bankrupt that's not on me i will say the other thing that's really important is that before you even touch any of the items there's at least three pop-up ads for the other you know <laughs> luck related stores yeah they've they've already given me like a free item that's part of a set like oh it's a free card from from this collection but you have to go buy that collection now because you have one card from it and like it'd be a waste to not have the collection it goes in i believe for uh i think for barrel it's, it's just sort of like i'm trying to think of what ads barrel would be seen in, oh, while barrel, in the store barrel heard yeah. about the 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 free loot boxes and she's now scanning around looking for someone to offer offer her one She's looking mm. much smaller than she did when you, she were hanging out in the office. She looks more frail, more shaky, but she just has one hand in the uh, knitting bag of holding. Mm, mm. All right. So the knitting bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I caught that. That's good. Uh, it's like, so uh, in investigating inside of here, um, Gambell, you will probably come across one of the merchants uh, who's like, ah, Ah, hello and welcome to Fatal Win. I you care to try your luck with our famous top tier heroes of the plane. Oh, 
famous. I get it. <laughs> look, look. I don't know how, how long have you worked here. Out of curiosity, how long have you been in the uh, the Fate to Win game? I've, I listen. I'm I'm about to have my two month anniversary. If just let you know. Okay, here. okay, okay, okay. Most of the things in your rule book are things I came up with. I have spent the last uh, I've lost count of how many thousand years uh, perfecting the art of scamming people out of uh, out of their funds. Um, I am looking for some silly little nonsense tat that's going to make someone think they're having a very lucky day and make them very ha- happy because, like, ooh, ooh, it's all the things that people think are lucky. Um, you are either going to help me or I'm just going to walk away because I am not engaging with any of the nonsense that I know is nonsense because I came up with it. All right, okay, well, I listen, I can I can give you some advice, but before you, before I do, let me tell you about a really interesting opportunity that we have in our other... Nope, skip, 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 <laughs> uh, at, skip. At, Oh, skip dialogue. Skip. <laughs> Surely you've got to wait five seconds for that. <laughs> Fine, I'll wait. I'll wait. The, I'll wait the customary thirty seconds and until the skip button arrives. I'm going to show you a picture of a grid of items. I need you to point to the ones that are uh, crossroads. Six, seven. Okay, uh, here's the crossroads. Uh, there, 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 there. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14. Did you have anything else you wanted to say to me while I'm stuck waiting? Prove you're not no, a Modron. Um, uh, was it? Prove you're not a Modron. <laughs> Prove you're not a Modron. <laughs> uh, okay, you're up to 27, 28, uh, 20. Skip. All right. Skip. Skip. <laughs> and finally, the, the merchant is just like, oh, oh, uh, sure, sure. I, I think. Um, yeah, if you look over there, uh, we have our merch store. Normally, we sell stuff like you know, you know, t-shirts, um, you know, hats, uh, items that do not track our uh, customers. We are legally say that they just allow, or you're legally compelled to say they don't track the customers. They track the clothing item that happens to be worn by the customer. Okay, we do not engage in passive data collection. All right. Maybe active. Yes, yes, I know the I know the drill. I know the drill. You're definitely, definitely not selling it off to third parties for advertising funds. I get the drill. Well, uh, I will say this: um, we we do have some trinkets in there uh, that we sell for. Just like you said, makes people feel like they're going to win more. And honestly, some of them, some of them, when you get them, you get an extra bit of currency. So if you if you buy if you buy that one there, the 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 blue rabbit foot there, nope, you will nope, get uh nope nope. No, no. Look, you've pointed me to look. You've pointed me towards this one, and that tells me that that is exactly the one I don't want to get because that one is. Look, let me let me look up the look. Let me look up the tables. I don't know what it is that is wrong with this one, but I know to not go for the one you're recommending me. Uh, uh, it's, you look at that one there. You'll notice that it comes with a special coupon: buy two get one uh, uh, gems. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Um, G- Gambell is very specifically like. Uh, looks looks at this uh, you know cabinet full of um, of things and goes okay. Uh, crouches down and looks like underneath the shelf to be like, look, legally they have to offer this option, but like you know they're gonna hide it away. Right. Uh, and finds just the plain rabbit's foot, uh, lucky rabbit's foot that doesn't have any of the nonsense attached to it. Right. Uh, go ahead and roll an intelligence check for me with uh, advantage in this case here. Sure. Uh, ten, thankfully. The first roll was a botch. Yeah, so with the ten... And <laughs> Thank you, advantage. <laughs> with your with your ten and with just, like, the... Because da- I'm assuming that basically all the rolls here have, like, plus tens and other stuff attached to them there. So, like, like a ten, it's completely fine. You're... 
you see stuff that looks completely fine. And then you realize that this rabbit foot, the fine prints written on each individual like follicle of fur on there. Like it requires a specific microscope to read, which they do sell. But again, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's one of these where it's like, look, I I understand what you're doing. I I just no, thank you. None of this nonsense. I just want the item and to get the hell out of here. This this place is tacky. It is terrible. That's only good when I do it. Right, right. And speaking about tacky and good, you're able to pro, uh, uh, accrue a couple of items from here. You might find some other things elsewhere along the way. But for the immediate, uh, we'll say that Gambella has accomplished their initial quest of finding some some uh, some kitschy like. Uh, uh, trying to think of some tat for <laughs> for I, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of a like a gold plated uh, four leaf clover shamrock kind of ensemble that Josephine kind of finds and tries to wear <laughs> before it's taken away and said no. <laughs> I will say though, Josephine, you're going to have to give me an intelligence uh, check of your own on uh, just a flat intelligence check for me, real quick here. All right, all right. Surprising thumb, not my dumb stat. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Just a D20. Let's see how this goes, though. Hey. So what was that result? 13. 13. Okay. You avoid signing up for an account. That's basically what I was doing there. Because <laughs> you somehow avoid actually making a free account. Look, if they try and sign you up for an account, but like you can't remember your email address. <laughs> email, what's that? <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, I'm I'm kind of operating on Bob and George logic. I'm too stupid to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, gosh, this whole court. By the way, uh, yes, as you would expect, there are certain people here that you can tell are holding up, are propping the entire store with their particular wallets. They're just, they're just, they got. Oh. They're yeah. I I think I think on the way out. Um. Uh. Uh, Gambella, I think, is gonna just pass a couple of them um, business cards on the way out. Be like, "Are you looking for a patron?" <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me that uh, Gambella's business card uh, has like the mascot of a herd of whales. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be a little bit more subtle than that. I think it might be like, look, you might have like a wild magic slot machine. And all of the slots have come up whale, but like you've got to you've got to integrate <laughs> whales in a way that isn't obvious. I, I would like to think that the business cards show like little puzzles being solved really poorly by someone on it, and just like think you have what it takes. Be let me be your patron. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the ebony hats uh, just all over the place. Uh, lastly, Gambella does pay cash for these uh, trinkets mm -hmm. so that she can get a penny in change to uh, add into the collection. There's definitely a lucky penny mm -hmm. that was found by random chance. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gosh, from a pay agreement that just happened to ha occur over there. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, the lot of you will move out. Back into the main body of the mall, there's you know obviously lots of crowds going on. Uh, you notice across the way there's a couple of shops in particular. One is a uh, Scamber Crombie and Fiends, um, right nearby uh, Hell Ridges, and also Less Evil Walmart. Surprisingly, is here, <laughs> but not 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 evil, not just less, less evil. evil. Right? Let's not get. We're, let's not make up some fantasy world here, okay? <laughs> it's less. Ooh, I thought I thought of another store name. Mm -hmm. 
Godly pull of the whale. Mm-hmm. Godly pull of the whale is pretty good. Um, but yes. Very specific people are going to laugh at that one. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, um, let's see here. So, you, you, Beryl, you mentioned like, you know, like you're, you're a different size than you were at the university and such like that. What's what's going on there? She was just trying to intimidate one of the store staff. Mm, mm, mm. But no one approached yeah. her, so it's okay. It's it's okay. No one, uh, despite yeah, no one approached you. You might have gotten somebody uh, saying that you know one of your relatives had passed away, and you might be due to a, an investment. They just need to they need you to you know uh, set up a money a transfer you know for them and stuff like that. You know standard standard sort of uh, phishing scams being tried to pulled on the the eldest looking member of the group. They don't seem turned off by the, turned away by the tentacles. They just see, ah, Well, the tentacles lady. are hidden right now. She's, ah. just, she's just being a little old lady. She was, she was hoping for one of those uh, free loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, I mean, you could go ask for a free loot box before you leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, I'm pretty sure that you can procure, uh, get one. Uh, go ahead and just roll. Let's go ahead and roll a, uh, let's see here. How do we we'll do it? do with just a, uh, do you want to make this a charisma roll or just a straight D20 roll for what you get out of the loot box? Or actually, no. She's not going to open it. Oh, she's not going to open she's, it? She's, oh, she's, oh, she's I... going to offer an exchange. If someone hands her a box, she's going to hand hand them a, a similar box. It's wrapped in something that's maybe leather. <laughs> it's it's maybe a bit more fleshy than you might expect for a, from, a, from a box. Oh, there you go, dear. Just as a little treat. Just something for you. A fair exchange, don't you think? Oh. Ah, oh, thank, thank you, thank you. Is it okay if I open it now? Oh, please do. All right. Well, uh, the the employee that you handed the box to just gleefully opens it unwittingly. What happened? It's bigger on the inside. It's bigger in the on the inside. There's this constantly expanding fractal pattern that just seems to just like suck their concentration in, and slowly you sort of watch them wither slightly. Uh, Surprise! Wow, oh, that's. Wow, that's a pretty good pull there. Uh, how much do I have to pay to get another one of those? She's going to go. She's going to just reach into the 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 uh, knitting bag of holding again and pull out a similar, slightly fleshy box. This one's dripping a bit. Mm. And oh wow! If, if this person was able to look away from the weird fractal pattern that they're currently staring into at the moment, like an infinity mm. cube. Mm-hmm. they'd notice that now she's got like eight eyes like a spider that are all blinking completely black uh, I, I do think they're I'll, let me just roll for them real quick here let's do a quick uh, they rolled a seven they are just lost in the box there they're at the very least going to miss their lunch break at this rate here um, just being lost in here <laughs> Excellent. She's she's going to hand them the other box that is it's slightly squishy. If if they get round to opening it at some point, they will find that it's full of far too many spiders. <laughs> oh wow, such good value. That's very generous of you. <laughs> you should consider a different patron. We're very very generous round uh, my side. We'll keep you going for eternity. <laughs> the recruiting campaign is great. <laughs> um so yes uh with with some with some with some tat acquired and a possible new member of the family acquired the uh, one, the, of, the, us. one the, of us one of us one of us 
<laughs> I, I, I like to imagine that like during like the duller moments, like when Gambella is not trying to keep Josephine basically on a leash to, to get into shit she shouldn't be. Uh, Josephine is just like kind of holding up like various like little trinkets or like accessories uh, towards Barrow and just being like, oh, it's so pretty on you. It it's not really my style and a pretty not really my thing. I prefer, you know, unassuming. No one no one expects the worst. But the worst is always there, surprising you. You think, Oh, just a nice old lady, maybe we'll have some tea and cake and grumpets and things like that, and before you know it, they're sobbing into infinity. Hmm. Or chanting. Oh, I love a good chant. You have interesting you have interesting fashion sense and I will do my best for you. Uh, speaking of chanting, uh, on the way out, you might notice a small contingency of employees has kind of circled around those boxes that the peril has offered <laughs> up. And just all of them are kind of staring into it, uh, including the manager. The manager is not even safe from this. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, one store corrupted. Excellent. Let's see where else we can get going here. Um, so we got one present sorted. We got to find some others. And it is, it looks to be like the lunch rush at some point. So the crowds are a little bit denser as you're trying to navigate through the store. Um, but who wants to try their luck at finding something for their uh, lucky little page, uh, little warlocks? Trying their luck, you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, is there by any chance an Eldritch Farms anywhere? Eldritch what? Eldritch Farms. Eldritch Farms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, I don't have a lot of Eldritch store names written down here, but uh, I will point out here that in your information wrote up for me, Jane, I, I like your note about who the, the big man's name is. Do you mind if I say it out loud? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just like to hear that your character works below Clive, which is Cthulhu's real name. He just gets really phlegmy when he just is woken up and everything sounds a bit weird and people just went with it there. So, like... You know how it is. You just wake up first thing in the morning and, you know... Yeah, that sounds like Monday. Hello. <laughs> I realize... It's me, Clive. You know, I realized that Scamper Crombie and Fiends could have also been Eldritch Crombie and Fitch as another option there. You know, there could have been another one <laughs> just like Eldritch Fashion. Just an Eldritch Fashion. There's like. Ooh, uh, Dagon Go. Dagon Go. Dagon Go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there are definite Eldritch adjacent stores and such that you could find. Um, Which one? Uh, as you're never. The most cursed one. Yeah. Interesting there. Well, uh, <laughs> there's many ways to go with that there. Um, uh, curse to wear. <laughs> well, that's a good uh, curse to wear is a pretty good name there. What I would like to think about this is that you you start going down and the mall looks kind of like, you know, an 80s, 90s era mall for the most part. But as you go down one line of stores, there's like this weird tendril-like growth that kind of wraps over the windows of one of the stores and like just what appears to be a blank void with no signage and a line of people just going in. Um, and I'll say for you, uh, Beryl, there's a, a really good energy coming from that place. I've got a good feeling about this one. 
Well, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a wait. Are you sure? Are you sure this is the one you want? Don't worry. I think I can probably get us right in there. She's suddenly much taller than she was before. If, if anything, she's almost like raised herself up on her tentacles and is sort of walking along on what have gone from being two tentacles that are quite chubby to lots of thin, almost spider-leggy ones, but still hose-like and, and, and fleshy and muscular. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really neat. You have to show me how to do that sometime. You'll just have to lose your mind completely and then channel that energy into the true darkness. Clive's rather generous with the tentacles, actually. Some people keep telling me I've already lost my mind. I don't really understand. Oh, we'll see if we've got it out back. (laughs) I'd appreciate that. I hate to lose it. All right, so you approach the store, and there's obviously like an employee kind of tending to the line. It's a weird thing. They look both very mundane with like the polo khaki sort of attire, but the limbs are all tentacles coming out from the polo and the khakis there, uh, you know, as you would expect. And they see you approach just like, uh, hey, there, uh, there is a line that we have for the place here, and I understand you're excited, but, you know, we can't take too many people in at once. A, a line, you say? And does that line veer off but never actually seem to quite get further apart or closer together? Once you get into the darkness, yeah, that's kind of the plan. Uh, it's really, you know, it's great. Once you get them in there, you hold them until they lose sense of time. And then they start questioning their own reality. It's really oh, now cool. you're talking my language. Yeah, yeah. So um, where's the real entrance? Oh yeah, oh the real entrance. I mean that yeah. that door over there. Excellent, excellent. This way, everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's like you a, just are a very... doing you are doing excellent work. Clive is going to be so happy with you. Oh, you know Clive. Oh yes, he's. A... I was going to see my boss, but almost more of a brother figure, you know, we're, we're, we're tight, tight. Ah, oh, su- oh, sweet. Well, you know, tell him I'm doing the good work down here. Oh, uh, yes, I'll put in a good word for you. Uh, yeah, so like there's, there's like there's the store next to it, which is like the, uh, um, the black body radiation topic, you know, between there and this particular store. There's just like a mundane door that's unmarked. Um, and when Barrow leads everyone there and opens it, it just reveals the actual inside of the store itself, where when you look in, the uh, the abyss to the right just leads to nothing. It's just a wall. So, mm-hmm. As you do. Now, now, if you're going to look into the void, do give him a wink. Nice smile. Please be, please be kind, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh... I mean, I was going to joke and say this place is the void, but then I'm reminded of the VR, the, the VR facilities that went out of business, <laughs> including one <laughs> over at Disney Spring. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Uh, it's more like a void. A void, yes. <laughs> this is just a void, right. It's not, there's not, it's not the void, it's just a void. But it's yes, a franchise, uh, you'll see. Exactly. Listen, they have many locations, none of which are comprehensible on a map. <laughs> Um, so you're all led into here. Um, at least we all, at least we know what they, what they, uh, sign upon all of the checks. Void. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pay is great if you don't like getting paid. Uh, 
Uh, but yes, in there, what 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 would you uh, imagine the inside of this store having? I imagine it's something like the the uh, face hugger eggs from Alien. As you walk past, they sort of sp- split open in with sort of slimy goo. Occasionally, bits retract back, and you look within, and and it is just this roiling mass of stock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Josephine uh, will bend down and look right down into one. Ooh, what's this? Uh, I'll do a uh, let's see here. So you'd be a, just give me dexterity a charisma check. Dexterity to avoid the tentacles. Was it dexterity? Yeah, dexterity to avoid the tentacles. Let's see what happens here. Do you want me to do both of those? Uh, let's do dexterity to see if you avoid the tentacles first. You're what do you got there? Ten. You're fine. Uh, they might graze up against your own tentacles and reel back slightly at the well the celestial nature of them a little bit but you don't get captured now it's probably a Ooh, they tingle uh, uh roll me charisma to um with your well then uh go ahead and tell me what you got there 16 and then 20 uh so with a natural 20 you stare into this abyss and you do not lose any part of your sanity in the process uh your your force of personality is strong enough that you just sort of stare in there and, and it and it's more like the inverse. It stares into the void that is you and you stare back for a moment. And uh it's very complacent. I'm used to I mean I'm used to being stared at and yeah, the void sounds about right. Stared into is fine. It's when when they start shouting into you. Well then I'll just tell them to be quiet. I need quiet, you know? No, it needs to, you can't have too much chatter going on upstairs. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, tentacles aside, the, the source seems to be very well acclimated to, uh, to Josephine. Um, but yes, what are you looking for within this great <laughs> actually, store here? It, that, that, is that actually a problem considering like the nature of this place and the fact that she is a celestial? Is, is she just lit up like a beacon in more ways than one, like more than just physically? I mean, it, it's like, listen, okay, we, we you walked into a room that's mostly dimly lit. You just turn on the lights. It's a bit too bright. The problem is, is that, like, I don't think people are put off by it, but they're just sort of like, oh, that's weird. Uh, there, there's unspeakable ab- abominations just putting on sunglasses. Yes. Ah. The, the void. You've got the vibe. You've got the vibe of like if a goth walks into a hot topic and everyone's just going to be like, I mean, it's fine that you're here, but like you feel a bit out of place. Yeah. <laughs> I, the void puts on sunglasses uh, somehow. You know. You know but that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> All right, Beryl. So, so what brings you here? Yeah. Uh, she's looking for a spine from the tail of Tiamat, which will oh. make the perfect needle. For uh, tattooing. Oh, oh. Well, you're in luck. They just happen to have the last one in stock that they have on display, at least. Um, However, upon investigating it, it does look like they're asking for a bit higher of a price than they probably should for, you know, you know, you know, Tiamat, but the Tiamat spine bones, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're they're good, but they're not that rare. Let's be honest here. How many spines can Tiamat have, actually, you know? Gets about a bit, that one, yes. yes. Look, you're, you're definitely overcharging for that. I mean, I could I could probably go and get you a, a few of those disciples back from the the Lucky What's-It shop. Um, 
Maybe that'll do. Do you want some, do you want some corrupted minds? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, corrupted minds would be pretty good, but uh, I... Some screaming knitting. Screaming knitting. That's a pretty nice vibe there. Yeah. So you're, you're getting the, the merchant to sort of like you know, consider a bit. Go ahead and roll me charisma on that as you're trying to persuade the in, in the ways of this. Uh, 14 and a 12, so 14. Four, 14 is great. Yeah, so the negotiations take a little while. Like, this is one of those cases where it takes a little bit of haggling up and down. Um, and and it's almost, I was just like, you haggle up until the price overflows back down to a lower value somehow. <laughs> I don't know. The, the register can only count so many souls before it, it is unable to uh, deal with it. That's, it's. You know, it's a, it's an un, it's unsigned souls tracker here. You know, it can't do negative souls. So, eventually, you're able to negotiate accordingly that the souls that you have been starting to wrap in from fate to win might be legal tenure. Um, also, it means they get more employees here that they don't have to run through uh uh, uh er eldritch resources there. So. Uh, she's so, she's gonna like reach into her chest and like basically open her entire front like a gaping maw that's full of teeth and void, and just suck the souls across from the other store. Yeah, you do that, and like the other the what happens is that uh, in Fatal Win you see these uh, shopkeeps just sort of gathered around the two boxes, and then all of a sudden like their physical beings just sort of get sucked away, pile clothes lands on the ground. And it looks kind of you know unsettling at before less than five minutes later, those clothes seem to have new people in there, you know, ready to ready to do ready to do the good work of running people through thirteen unskippable ads and uh are you a modron checks to make sure they buy their next loot box accordingly. They look so. almost the same as the people that left, but uncannily different. Exactly. Right. The uncanny part, it's not that they look the same, it's that they look different somehow. But no one can quite describe how. Exactly. Uh, gosh, I'm just thinking how to those, should the ads for those games where they have like the fake influencers in them and the, it's just, that's that's the kind of uncanny I'm thinking of, just like the the fake influencer being excited about a random pull for, you know, legend of legend of uh, I'm trying to think of like a fake mobile game there. <laughs> bat, bat, battle of Teams. Battle of Teams. I was gonna say World of Franks. That's another good one. There. It's just your, you're just a bunch of guys named Frank. <laughs> uh, Clash of Gems. Clash of Gems. Pretty good. Mm, I'll get back to you. All right. But anyway, all that is happening there. While, uh, while that there. So while Josephine is Fan having service a stereoph- fantasy. What? Fan service fantasy. <laughs> Fan service fantasy. Nice. Uh, I know my. I know my territory. Yeah. So while Josephine stares to the void and Beryl negotiates, what is Gambella doing while in um, I a think, void? I think Gambella is is taking the the opportunity of it being quiet in the void to just take a moment to start preparing uh, preparing the spiel because I think I think she's already thinking about like when I go and bring this gift back to. My warlock. Uh, what? What is the cell so that like this isn't expected again? That like this is a one-off reward, but like maybe it could happen again. But also, you're not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen again. Um, so yeah, she's literally just like taking the quiet to be like, okay, okay. Uh, this is um, 
This is not a recurrent reward, this is a one-off, uh, this is a one-off, but there might be other one-offs, but I can't tell you about the conditions for those, because uh, the fun is in the discovery. Uh, something like this. <laughs> this is the secret blind box within a blind box. Right. Yeah. Uh, the double secret blind box. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll me intelligence as you kind of work through this in your head and try to try to come up with the copy there. Uh, it's a 12. 12 is completely fine. So it's, yeah. it, it's above average. It's good enough. It's like, yeah, this this is a one-time sign-in bonus reward, and maybe there's another sign-in bonus reward down the line, but like uh, maybe, maybe we sort of... Uh, I, I imply that it's um it's it's maybe around the the uh, the six six uh, the six years six months six days mark. But then if if they, we get to there and they haven't got it, I'm like ah ha ha. It was you looked at it upside down. It was nine nine nine, and I I can string that out for a while. The the hold your horses box is just like listen, you know, this is just one. <laughs> don't expect more than this. But maybe there will be. But don't expect it. But maybe don't. Uh, <laughs> All right. There might be after 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 you flip the number over, you might find something behind a door. <laughs> <gasps> oh no no no! I've got it! I've got it! Um, the oh oh no! Oh what was it? It was um, all right. Every day for the rest of your life could be the day <laughs> that you finally reach the next uh, successful login con- uh, login bonus milestone. Mm-hmm. Just every day, wake up knowing that this might be the day. That as long as you, you, you should never stop making the random pulls, because what if today's the day that you get that next big reward? Gosh, the 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 easiest and most dystopian ultra, uh, alternate reality game, just like the AGR, just logging in every day because you might solve it. You might solve it by doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's just being that's just being a VTuber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, is there any other interactions that you'd like to do with the store here, uh, Beryl, before we move on? You've done good work here today, and I hope you enjoy your new, uh, your new acolytes. I'll obviously put in a, a good word for you with, uh, with the boss, and uh, nice work, nice work. And, uh, yeah, I love what you've done with the void. I like the way it murmurs. It's not too much, but it's, you know, as a franchisee, I think you've done very well. Yeah, we we spent a lot of time. Uh, the the Murmzak uh, tracks that we initially got were just a little bit too much, so we kind of dialed them back just a little bit to make it even more subliminal. And I think it really sits well. And you know, you see our retention, you see our return customers. They return, they can't even see the door anymore, so they go through the void. And, and there, you got them. It's it's glorious. I I, I love what you're with the place. The the secret entrance. For the for the for the casuals, great, great. I, ju- I love the work you've done here. Have you ever considered maybe um, one of one of those just one of those nice tomes? You get the tome and it's oh, could it be anything? It's a, there's a weird symbol on it. Maybe you've just made it up. You should probably talk to these two. These are quite good at uh, just destroying people's mind with random chance that isn't actually random. I, I think you know. I'm starting to think perhaps we could learn something from these two. You know, you know. I'm thinking we could we could hand that out like pamphlets at the food court, and that might get some might get some uh, extra customers. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Yes, yes. Su- suggested as a, as a, it's a random chance thing. 
there's maybe, maybe there's a lucky drawer every day and they just I come mean, into the look, void. Look, don't 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 muscle too much in on my thing. This is my thing. I don't muscle in on being eldritch and terrifying. Well, maybe like, you should. I People mean, like tentacles. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, sure. Gonna... I mean, look, they may they make an effective punishment. I'll give you that. But again, like, look, you've got to you've got to have your own angle on it. Don't don't come muscling in. You know. Well, okay, fine. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell you the, the the research though. The spreadsheets I've got going, like you you can give it a go, but like, yeah, you ain't got the numbers I got. Mine are for punishment unless they ask for it. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I've noticed about acolytes, apart from the chanting, they they do love a little bit of punishment. Uh, is is all purely consensual. I mean, look, that's that's the, what I've built my whole thing on is, you know, if you just give them the reward after reward after reward, they get bored. They need the risk that maybe it's going to go right, maybe it's going to go wrong. They need a little bit of punishment every now and then so that so that the reward feels all the same. Well, that's death. where the end is hypnotic chanting comes in, you see. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the hypnotic chanting. You know, that's we do that at the top of every hour, you know, and it's... It gets the line. It gets people line really settled in and ready for the uh, the endless abyss of the unmoving. You know, I love the unmoving. It's great. Uh, nothing like a cue that just sort of wraps entirely around the block and never actually gets anywhere. Listen, you, nobody does cueing better than us. <laughs> I like to imagine the camera pans over to Josephine at this moment, who is humming along to the chanting, not understanding the lyrics. <laughs> All right, some fun. Uh, I'm having so much fun just kind of describing this obscene sanity of these stores <laughs> here. I I actually had ideas for tattoo parlors uh, along the way. There, I have one called Ink and You'll Miss It, um, yeah. and another one called Your Body, Your Canvas. Uh, uh, but yes, those are. Uh, but crime was the heart of gold. <laughs> I'm also just reminded of that one uh, Simpsons episode of uh, Bart getting a tattoo that just says moth on it because of the whole circumstance there. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, so with that, the the party has has negotiated the void has negotiated a void, you know, an independently owned franchise <laughs> sub franchisees of the void, you know. There's the main, there's the headquarters. This is just one of the branch companies. Uh, if you leave or when you leave, you'll notice that the line has moved. There's you know different people in the line, and some of them have just gone into the uh, abyss and have not returned yet. So, oh, you'll love it in there. You'll love it in there. It's brilliant. I I went last week, and oh, the chanting's to die for. Also, the cake. Cake is good. Don't have the cake. You don't. You don't. You don't want the cake. Unless... But I have the cake, or at least that's what they tell me. The the cake is the cake has an imperceptible number of layers in it. If you try to figure out how many layers it has, that's when the problems begin. <laughs> the closer to you get to the corner of the cake, the more it spreads apart somehow. And yet. <laughs> On the plus side, it has a nice buttercream uh, uh, frosting on there. You know, it's just that is delectable. Courtesy of Granny. <laughs> just a bunch of Eldritch Grannies just being perfect and just luring people in. Fantastic. So, 
All right, so we've escaped. We'll you've escaped from the void uh, by just walking casually out the plainly marked door. <laughs> um, and you know the the mall continues to be busy with a bunch of act uh, actions going on there. Um, I suppose that the main person we have left to deal with is Josephine, who needs to hopefully find some trading cards effectively. Mm-hmm. So. So you can tell uh, what she's looking for is in the sports-related territory. It kind of makes sense to go to, like, a sports store or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she'll undoubtedly get distracted by, like, all kinds of, you know, various sporting goods and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, ooh, these are baseball bats. They're shiny. Look at the wood on this. They polish it so mm-hmm. nice. This hockey mask looks really intimidating. <laughs> the blood decor on it is just really subtle it's you know uh it it comes with this matching hatchet you know uh just really nice um Mm -hmm. there's a couple Mm -hmm. of store options i've listed here we have uh bed bocce and beyond oddly overly specific there uh uh, conspicuous collectibles uh nada games uh i wouldn't say What's a one for me there? You'll see like items on the Nada Games like storefront that are like oddly highly rated and priced way beyond what they should be. Like very conventional sporting items that are just charged up way too much. Not sure what's going on there. But yes, what store do you go to to find something for Steph, uh, Stephen L. Drain? Uh, well, Josephine looks at. Uh bed bocce and beyond and concludes that that sounds a little too personal to her life given the way things have gone so she's going to opt to not go there and go for uh not a games instead fantastic all right so not a games uh is part of a series of auction related stores in fact as you go in you can actually see like a little corner of the store with some auctions going on you know they have a uh, a mint gem, like a mint gem instruction manual up uh, up for some unreasonable amount of money. Uh, those in the know would know that this is actually a pretty common item, but it's just somehow rated mint gem, despite the fact that the cover's torn slightly. I don't know what's going on there, but... I think it's because it smells like mint. Uh, but yes, in here you'll see a bunch of uh, collectible items related to all games related things sports you know gambling uh tabletop anything else related every item is sealed in a little like little plastic case with a rating grade on it you know so everything is really shiny and holds her attention really well until it doesn't which does not take long especially if there's something else that's shiny in her periphery mm-hmm. and before long she's undoubtedly going to get approached by someone looking to make a commission oh absolutely you know there's just like like uh, uh hey there uh, hey there ma'am uh, can i interest you oh, in something hello here there. Well, I was looking to pick up a present for my boy. See, his mom, his other mom used to be a champion bocce ball player, and I'm told that they made some playing cards of her or something. And so he would like to have a sample of that card. She's a little embarrassed about it. It sounds like it was quite a time ago. She was so much younger then. And, well, 
I'm not so good at finding this kind of thing, but maybe you could help me. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the drawers here. And they, they, you get led over to one of the shelves and there's just like stacks of just drawers. One gets kind of unlocked and pulled open. Um, it's, there's a series of ball, of uh, sports related. There's a baseball, basketball, bowling. Oh no, a little bit back, a little bit, uh, bocce. Okay. There's, and then just flipping through a bunch of little, uh, little plastic containers containing individual cards, all of them highly rated, at least nine to 9.5, a few tens and such. And oh, gee, this is totally a 10. Uh, the ratings for the uh, quality of the card, not the depiction of the person on the card, just to let you know. Uh, speaking of Judith, ah, here we go. And uh, they pull out a little plastic case. And on there, you see like a depiction of uh, your character's wife, or not wife, they're, they're the, the, the other, I'm trying to think there, how the best way to describe it. Uh, they're, the uh, other mother. <laughs> the other mother, Judith, you know, varsity jacket for no, uh, no Ohio state, you know, all that good stuff. Um, and it's, it has a little rating on there, uh, uh, near mint, uh, 9.5 or other like, yes, it's a yeah, near mint 9.5 and it has a, pretty uh costly sticker price on there as well so she doesn't even look too much at the sticker price she just opens up her you know her shiny bag which you know has a golden glow inside of it and pulls out a heavenly artifact and just puts it on the table i'll take it oh uh uh let me see here picks up the artifact looks at it um murmurs a little bit to themselves uh about about like okay, let's see here. I think if I take it for this amount, I can try to turn around and say that's a different artifact. Okay, so they just sort of murmur under their breath a little bit. Uh, if you want to try to listen to what they're saying, you can attempt to. But <laughs> oh, we know how this is gonna go. Uh, go ahead and roll me that wisdom check there. Oh wow. Okay, so what did you roll? I rolled double elevens. So Again, I rolled double ones twice. Okay, so. With that, if there's uh, one thing you can't, there's many things you can call Josephine, but inconsistent is not one of them. Yeah, so you're actually able to kind of pick up a little bit when they're murmuring. They're basically saying things along like, "Okay, I can take this in," and then let's see if I say it's this instead, or maybe change this about it. I could probably. But read it's it, not but... that. It's this. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, of course. Um, just, uh, just had a little random thought, but yeah, this should work completely fine, and they uh, uh accept the relic and offer you the card in the plastic case uh meanwhile what are the other patrons doing observing things inside of this basically this hall of speculative value effectively <laughs> um gambella is looking around for anything that might make like a a fun what if I hid this somewhere in your room and you like opened a drawer and oh well what was this unexpected <laughs> find oh oh I must have been real good today like something that's like not such a big reward but like enough of one to be like oh oh that's a nice little physical thing I mm -hmm. have now I'm pretty sure there's like some uncommon rarity hollow deck adjacent cards kind of in the space there you know yeah. I I feel like it's going to be something to be something like um, you know what it is? It's a it's a holodeck card that like has a mechanic around um, 
some kind of roulette mechanic, some kind of uh, random chance mechanic. It's like the uh, uh, the 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 roulette tarantula, mm. uh, and it's a tarantula with a big roulette <laughs> the, wheel the, on its the, back. The the uh, roulettula, got it. Yes. Yeah, the roulettula. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's like it's you know it's just enough of a of a shiny rarity that it's like not expensive, but like it'll be clear it's from Gambella, and it'll be like oh. Oh, it's a it's a gift that's perfectly like I could put it in my wallet size in one of the credit card holders and just like carry this little gift of my patron with me and remind myself every time I go to pay for something. Oh yes, my patron who I love. Yeah, you find actually a good number of them at varying qualities. Uh, it's not too hard to find one that's not too expensive to get because you know you can get one that's like it doesn't have to be uh it doesn't have to be like a mint copy. It just has to be a good copy. You know. Well, that's it. Like, look, I've got to have room to like replace it with a better quality one later, so that like I I can't just go straight in at the best. Um, well, that's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> well, having uh, I think uh, I have an idea of something for barrels to be noticing in the auction side of the store. Um, there's one of the items goes up on the block, and it's just a plastic box with like what seems to be nothing in the inside, and the auctioneer says something along the lines of. Okay, the next item on on our docket is the intangible soul of uh, is this is this intangible soul? Um, we have rated it as a mint gem ten, so this is a pristine soul in this case here has not escaped yet, and it can be yours today. Do I hear any offers? As the auction auction off just what appears to be a soul in a plastic box that's. Beryl is, is moving through the crowd somehow, even though no one is moving to make way for her. Mm-hmm. And she's also seemingly not walking. She just glides forward. Mm-hmm. And she's going to just start sniffing around the box to uh, basically to check its authenticity. Good, good. Um, Go ahead and uh, just give me a just give me a straight um, just give me a wisdom roll here. To perceive the soul in the box here. A three. All right. So unfortunately, you're not able to perceive, you're able to perceive that something is off about it, but you're not sure what is off about it there. But uh, people around you do begin start, do begin to start bidding on the box itself. Uh, So at the very least, you're able to detect there's something like you, even inside of vessels like this. You know how souls feel like when you're around them. This doesn't quite feel like that, but you just don't know why it doesn't feel like that. As uh, as you invest, as you investigate the scene, there is there anything else you want to do to either interfere with or just engage with the auction that goes on? Am I getting any sense of magic or chaos or a- anything Ooh. that she might be into? That's a very good question to ask, and the answer is yes and yes. Um, if you open up your senses to like the environment around you, you're detect you're detecting more magic than you should be detecting in a place like this. Um, uh, including like the perimeter of the box itself. And in terms of chaos, um, I would say that if you were to look at one of the other nearby items, somebody's holding, there is sort of a moment where the item inside of the container appears different when you look at it different. It's almost like it's hollow foiled, but instead of being a hollow foil of like a single card, 
it's if you look at a different angle, the holofoil almost like is like a glamour shifting between different cards depending on what angle you're looking at. Okay, so what you you're telling me in a room full of graded collectible cards, the magic is gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the magic has been gathered. Uh and uh <laughs> And but you could but that's those are some things you clues you can kind of pick up while investigating this particular portion of the uh, the auction house store. Okay, I think because Beryl is unsure about this, she's going to watch the crowd as they're bidding, and if things start to slow down bidding wise, she's just going to slip in a couple of bids in the hopes of driving the price up deliberately to annoy people but not necessarily trying to win right 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 uh there is a small number of people who are bidding on the item in fact there's like one or two that seem to uh upon investigation look like that they're wearing jackets over what might be uh uh like uh shirts that indicate that they're employees of the store itself while bidding on the item uh not sure how that might be legal anyway, but anyways, uh, they could. But you you do interfere with the bidding process and engage in driving up the price of this soul in a box, uh, to the point that when one of the one of the patrons uh, is able to secure a winning bid, they give you a little bit of a I wouldn't say like a side eye, but they do like look with a little bit of annoyance because they were sitting at a nice lower bid of only like a few. Like only like a few hundred gold, and now they have to pay like two thousand gold for this, you know, mint gem soul in a box. So have the, have they like taken the the item, having won it? Uh if you if you wait and don't interfere, they will they will go up and receive the item in the they'll receive the box itself and take it with them back to where they were seated. She's she's gonna slide over and. Uh... Oh, you, 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 you just pipped me to the post there. I, I've got to say that you, you, you put up a, a good fight. I'm, I, I must bow to your superior bidding skills. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, li- listen. I mean, I'm just, I, I saw this, and you know, I'm, I'm normally not too into these particular items, but you know, you, you see something that is this pristine and still in its packaging like this and you know if you if i hold on to it for like a couple of uh couple of decades it's got to get higher in value down the line right oh yes absolutely i mean if, if you, you you wouldn't want to uh, crack the box or anything like that although i do have here that you have to be very care- careful to keep them out of too much heat or sometimes the backing plastic just falls off <laughs> Uh, you're, you're acting like this is the first time I've engaged in collectibles like this. I'll let you know that uh, I have several perfectly sealed items of historical importance at my house, and this is just going to be another item for the bin. I haven't had a soul in the place yet. I'm just going to go right on the mantle, not by the fire, oh, on the other wall away from the fire, so I can just look at it while I'm sitting in my chair. So you didn't sit looking at the fire. Oh, well, I guess you'll... Never see the true beauty of the things that you can find in there late at night when you've had too much laudanum. Uh, I, 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 I will, listen, I get value by buying items like this and just staring at them and not playing or touching with them at all, just so I have to want to look at it and appreciate that it's appreciating. 
I can tell you're a, you're a person of, of class and style. May I give you a little gift? A lot of people just just look at me and appreciate me. I'm used to it. Uh, you you offer a gift, and the 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 person is still a little annoyed at the antics, but they won't refuse a gift from such a, a well spoken and nice young a nice old lady. So, so at the moment that he's re- t- reaching for the gift, uh, you would you say he's slackened his hands on uh, on mm-hmm. the item? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. We'll say that they let their guard down. Okay. She's gonna try and rip the lid off. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do a strength check for me then. Okay. That's with advantage. Uh huh. A nine and a six. Ooh, a nine. I'm gonna let's do a let me do a little counter roll here. A ten. So, what happens in this case here is that you don't rip the lid off the box. What happens instead is that in the effort, the box falls out of the hands of the person, lands on the ground, and just sort of like splits open as you do. Oh, how comes you? I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I don't. Oh, I'm I'm just a bit frail these days, I'm afraid. Well, uh, when that happens, you might notice something unusual about the box when that happens. The the soul energy you're getting from it was merely an an artifact of something on the internal lining of the box. Like it was laminated with a soul-like interface on the inside. So it felt like there was a soul in there. But in reality, the box was just filled with, you know, safe nitrogen or or some other, like, argon. It was filled with argon <laughs> or some other gas like that. A noble gas to preserve it. Safe argon, It was full say. of stuff, but now it's argon. <laughs> I was, I was half... Jeez. I feel like that might be a bit far, <laughs> but but anyways, the uh, the point being that like the the box has been open and you're able to sort of pierce the veil of what's kind of what might be going on here. You've been hat sunny. What? No, man. No, it says right in the box. It's a it's a mint gem, and they kind of struggle to kind of put the box back together. Oh, bless your heart. Alright. Uh is there anything you convey about this to the others while they have their own particular items that they picked up? I must say this place is on the dodgy side, and usually I'm all for that, but uh I suppose I have come to regard you as alright, I guess. So uh, you know, same boat and everything. I'm not sure about the veracity of these things. Look, I'm not too, uh, look. I'm not too sure about these things either. But look, as long as it looks good enough on a first inspection, it's going to be good enough for my for my warlock. Haggle is all I'm saying. Haggle. I mean, I, I suppose Haggle. I was just. I I, I just want to be done with this so I can get back to optimizing the spreadsheet. I suppose that is the joy of fake random chance and and and, and luck stuff. You. It could be anything. Exactly, exactly. If it turns out that it's, you know, it's dodgy, uh, I just go, oh, well, that's that's some of the bad luck, and then I just sort of tweak the numbers to adjust for them having some bad luck to give them some good luck to get them back on track. It's, it's it, it all works out. Well, that may be fine for you, but my boy deserves the best, and I'm not going to give him anything short of, the, of that. So if... 
you two, if either of you would be willing to make sure that this is as good as it can be, as far as you can tell, I'm not so good at that kind of thing, I admit. And she'll submit the card to, uh, uh, <laughs> for, bas for basically, uh, authentication. What would I need to roll to try and help him authenticate? Uh, just let's just have everyone roll intelligence. Just have everyone roll intelligence as you as a group try to verify the authenticity of this. Uh, fourteen. Much. All right. Ooh. All right. Uh, all right. So the groups. So what do you got there, uh, uh, Josephine? I got a. I got a thirteen. All right. So the group succeeds, but that botch is going to cause a little bit of a consequence here. So, uh, here's what happens. Uh, upon the investigation, um, there is a realization, uh, when, uh, when you're all discussing kind of the merits of what's happening on there. And the main realization is that, uh, you, Josephine, finally realized after some questions from, uh, after some questions from Gambella that, wait a minute, the hair color is wrong. That's not Judas's hair. It's like, she is. She is a medium brown brunette. This is clearly a brown red, you know, it's the wrong color. And that sort of tips off that there's something really fishy about it. But before you're able to kind of like uh, turn to someone to kind of show the item in question, unfortunately, uh, a barrel uh, ends up basically breaking the item through just the sheer force of tendril action effectively <laughs> the 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 casing snaps open and the facade of the card disappears revealing it to be a blank card underneath well that's not right Ta-da! it was the wrong picture before and now there's no picture at all i need to talk to them about this and she'll take the card back to the counter and hail the person who uh, sold it to her and was mumbling about what to do about how you know how to sell the artifact and all that other business. Uh, yeah, we go there. You see that the uh, artifact is already in a box with a uh, mint gem rating on it and a description that's completely wrong on it. Um, now hold on here, hold on. What's all this? What's all this? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What I mean? I said that's not what that is. I even clarified what it is. Oh, 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 that, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's a, that's a different item, you see, like, uh, it looks close, but it's not exactly the same thing, you see. No, I know what I gave you, it had, it actually has some degree of importance, and there's not really anything else like it. I mean, like, it's, 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 right, it, it, there's a, there's enough differences in this one to make it a, a, a legally distinct item, you see. I'm not certain that you're really being honest with me right now. Uh, they look at your they look at your hands and see the ca the case kind of snapped up in the blank card underneath, and uh, they uh, visibly are already starting to sweat a little bit at that at this. Like, uh, 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 well, you you, uh, you 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 see our store policy: you know, all sales are final unless we say otherwise. And uh, I haven't said anything otherwise about it. So, uh, uh, unfortunately, the sale is final. I, I I can't do anything about that. I mean, I did buy this. It's not what I wanted to buy, but I don't like 
that you're claiming that what I gave you is something else. Okay. Uh, let let me let me handle this for you. Let me handle this. I've got this. Um. Right. Hello, hello, wonderful uh, store clerk here. Um. Look, I know a I know a scammer when I see one, but I'm going to give you a chance to um. I'm going to give you a chance to make today work all 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 the better for you. I'm gonna who look with a place like this. Who doesn't love going double or nothing? Uh, I have this wonderful little mystery box here. And I'm, I'm I'm gonna present it to you. If you want to open this box, uh, actually, well, I've got two boxes. You can pick which of the two you open. Uh, one of them, one of them, we pay you triple what we paid for that uh, card. You you just get extra money. That's all it is. The, the the day is done. You've just been you've got an extra payday. The reverse, you go in the back and you get the actual card out, and uh, we 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 speak no more of the uh, scam you tried to pull today. Uh, just two little boxes, either triple payday, or you, you know, at worst, you give us what was paid for, you know. Uh, how about it? Uh, the, 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 the merchant sort of looks between the box and then also just looks over at Josephine to see if there's anything that Josephine is doing in addition to uh, perhaps uh, nudge things along in this particular uh, bartering here. Uh, Josephine is looking very very disappointed in them with that kind of like mom is not mad just disappointed kind of look even mm. though this person is not related to her it does seem like she is actually kind of losing a little bit of patience she is tapping her uh her uh her black gold trimmed pump on the ground okay oh uh, um I, uh, sh sh sure, uh, I mean, what, what's the harm in it, you know? Uh, <laughs> oh, what, what is the harm? What is the harm? Go on, which box do you want, A or B? Uh, let's go with A. Um, now the trick here is that, um, Gambella didn't say which box was A or B, uh, and once, once, you know, box A has been asked for, she's just gonna hand the box over that is the bad box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you may, you may have made assumptions about which were A and B, but this is this is box A. There you go. Uh, the box is open. They look inside and are like, oh, damn. All right. Oh, what a what a, what a, what a shame. Well, you know, you've not lost out that. Look, think of it this way: you you're at zero point of getting paid for a product that you sold. That is that really losing? Could have gone so much worse. All right. Uh, uh, one second, uh, and they. They turn around, walk through a door, and in the and basically when the door is left open, you kind of see like uh, what is effectively a copy of uh, every item that you've seen in the storefront, just kind of sitting in the back, and <laughs> it takes about a minute or two, but they return um, with uh, with the uh, with the requested card in question, this time just in a simple plastic sleeve and not in one of the fancier hard plastic cases um, before presenting the item to uh, to the party. Yeah, that'll 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 do. They they there you go, dear. I'm sure I'm sure you I'm I'm sure your boy will love it. Oh thank you. Really You're telling the truth this time or am I gonna have to fill you with bees? Uh I mean uh, you could you could look at it for yourself, uh, and uh, Josephine uh, will put it on the table for further scrutiny. 
or the counter rather i would say that given the the what's happened here the fact that you the card can even be pulled out from the plastic sleeve sleeve and retain its appearance does suggest that it is the real deal that being said b filling might still be on the menu anyway so that is up for you that's up for you barrel to discern joseph josephine josephine will basically say like all right thank you very much for giving me what i actually purchased but i'm going to insist that you actually sell that as what it is and not what it isn't because that's not nice um, <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> i mean this is not a game so we're, we're you know we're we're not a, we're not a nice establishment we are establishing that that sells the highest rated products that we can insignificant parasite i gave you an instruction you will follow it to the letter or you will suffer divine retribution and they get cut off in mid-sentence when i think the veil of josephine breaks for a moment mm -hmm. yeah when she loses her temper uh Basically, she be she stops being the way that she looks and becomes kind of an amorphous, like golden glowed something that still has her face, but the eyes are like actually like radiating like solar grades of light out of them. Like it hurt, she hurts to look at both physically and psychologically. And the only thing that remotely resembles her otherwise is the fact that her tendrils are still, her tentacles are still like thrashing about and kind of not seeming to have a whole lot of control in the moment. <laughs> I suspect the barrel actually sees that. It's like, okay, that's not my style, but pretty cool, honestly. <laughs> Just like I haven't seen anything quite that glorious in a, a retail unit since the the dark goddess of retail Karen. Oh, <laughs> oh, the way she just get the manager out there and just ring them. Oh, it was glorious. But that that was good too. I like that. Oh, thank you. She says, reverting back to normal immediately with no question. The shopkeep is like uh, passed out behind the counter, by the way. Uh, so, you know. And justice was done that day. Okay, Beryl's going to fill in with these. <laughs> Go right ahead. Justice was done this day. Uh, you, 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 uh, they, uh, the, <laughs> the store owner of, of Nada Games will be awoken to the sound and sensation of bees on the inside and the outside. <laughs> And no, they will not be able to be raided because they are not even tangible in some ways. Shall we be off? Ah, be off. I like it. Oh, wonderful. Uh, all right. <laughs> with that, uh, with that, you know, have all been able to acquire goods for your little warlocks and can, with uh, the usage of maps and various portals and back entrances, are able to find your way back to the academy. Uh, to make your deliveries as you get in there there is a little bit of a uh noise that has sort of spilled out into the hallways it appears that the melee room has sort of expanded out its operations um as the uh as letters are thrown about in a bit of a chaotic uh fury down the hallway away from you all oh this is fun i presume that the uh the teams are uh, brown and yellow uh, that's 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 those are some of the teams there. Some of the factions are brown and yellow, and there's other similar factions. Uh, I'm trying to think of other acronyms that would be funny to go with there, but I'm. You got the University Postal Service, you know. So you got the UPS, obviously. You got the uh, the oh gosh, I can't 
can't think of some other ones on the fly. I'm losing it. But with that, uh, you've all returned. If you want to have some moments of final parting with your particular uh, warlocks, you're welcome to have them. Uh, I think... Um, um... I think Gambella's uh, very, very nice, nice, very quick one. Um, she she turns up uh, at at the uh, at at the door with a um, couple of handfuls of confetti she's dug out of her pockets, ready for the occasion. She'll sort of knock on the door. As the door opens, um, throw the handfuls of confetti in the air to be like, oh, oh look, oh, oh look, it's oh, isn't this an exciting? Oh, moment? the door box. Yeah, all right. <gasps> Yeah, you opened the. It, look, sometimes you open the door, and oh, that was a. Uh, oh, you didn't know opening the door was a random bull, did oh, you? Of course. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, uh, here is uh, here, oh, close your eyes, put your hands mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Here's the gift for you, uh, and uh, Gambella will start sort of humming a little uh, like loot box opening uh, jingle. Yeah, just like yeah. It's it's somewhere between just like a low whooshing and like the Zelda opening a chest music, um, uh, ready to eventually be like, and you can open your eyes uh, to this sort of amalgam of uh, kitschy good luck objects. All right, and and you know, obviously, Carissa is just sort of like ecstatic when they see this. They're hopping around a little bit. You know, they're 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 asserting that it has to be like a a, a five star uh, pull. And like that, you know, they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, you know, offer up a, a hug. Whether or not that's accepted is fine. But what I, I, th- I think it'll be accepted. Yeah. So they, they, they get a hug. You know, the thank yous given, and then they head back to their stuff, blissfully unaware of how everything's being manipulated behind their back. Look, if that manipulation leads to them being very, very, very happy at the end results, then who am I to stop? And besides, you might have some, you might have some problems, but at least you're not fatal win. <laughs> well, exactly. And I, I think just on the way out the door, uh, Gambella's just going to go, uh, I mean, keep up your dailies and who knows, maybe you'll get a six star. Uh, there's a six star? Maybe. And off she walks. <laughs> um... So, Beryl, you got your your supplies necessary uh, for what you plan on doing for uh, for for Nigel, and you got some new members of the family. So, you know, yeah, uh, she's she's gonna turn up his door, and the, the first announcement that she's there is that gonna be that there's all these uh, oily tentacles just cu- curling around the inside of his door. But he's so used to her now that it's just sort of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beryl's here. Uh, oh, sweet. All right. Hey, hey, Beryl. Uh, hey, I was just organizing. Co- I was organizing coins on my table by like how identical they were. You know, they're all listen. They're all they're all copper pieces. But which ones are the more identical copper pieces? You know. Yeah, and and which of them are cursed? I'm sorry about that. Sorry. And, and which of them are cursed? You 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 should know uh, this by now. Come on. You oh know, oh, uh, I mean like. I I don't think any of them are. I mean, they they all look pretty like this one. Like this one is a this one looks a little double struck there. So they're probably gonna, probably gonna throw that one out. It's probably not worth much. But like, you know, uh, uh, they're just you know, uh, uh, but I don't think I don't see any curses here. You know, there's not really anything in here that's really cursed as far as I can tell. 
Well, that's where you're wrong. Uh, it's your lucky day. I uh, remember I said about the whole you could do with some tentacles thing, and you were like, "Yay, tentacles!" Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, I have got you this uh, cursed. I mean, uh, this. You can check yourself. Actually, it's a. Uh, it's a needle for mm -hmm. a coiling grasp tattoo. Wouldn't you look good with a tattoo, Nigel? Oh. Uh. Uh, tattoo. I mean, that would look pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, pick... You said you wanted to be cool, popular with all the other kids. All right. So they pick up the, ne they, the, the needle, they look at it, uh, and they fail to identify anything cursed about it. Absolutely fine. Right. That's it. I'm just going to, where, whereabouts are you going to go for it? You're going to go for the chest, across your back? Uh, I mean, like, well, listen, wherever you think it looks best, I mean, that's where I'll put it, you know? Uh Maybe, maybe then I could like make it my profile picture on like the on on the on the uh, on, on the Instagram. Server. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I I suppose then uh, yes, I think we'll probably go for just just the whole chest and upper arms. Maybe okay, brace yourself, lad. <laughs> the door closes and then like <laughs> there's just the <laughs> sounds of just things. Where's the ink coming from? Who knows. But she has inky tentacles. But yes, we, we you have that like whole shot from the outside. There's some screaming, just the buzzing sound of of a tattoo needle going on for twenty or thirty minutes. People walking past, hurrying past as soon as they sort of hear what's going on, and and then we cut back in. There's a there's a tattoo that uh, cannot legally be purchased by Anish Kapoor. Or anyone working for me. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea that when people are passing by, like, wow, Nigel's actually screaming for once. That's, uh, wow, he's actually doing something. Anyway, it's just like Nigel's so boring that just the fact that he's screaming is more interesting than what he's normally like. Yeah, but he's probably found just some really exciting gravel or something. You know what he's like. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, he saw that one stone. He was just like, man, this stone is so like the perfect stone. And just like, what is a perfect stone, man? You're just making up stuff. Anyways. I don't know, man, but I am perfectly stoned. <laughs> Big for same, all, my dude. For all, like, for, high for five. All just, the, for all the clusters of the earth, none of them rock. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Nigel gets uh, what they deserve uh, with their, <laughs> their, their now totally not cursed coily graph tattoo. Tentacles for all. Tentacles for all. And speaking about tentacles for all, uh, there's one set of tentacles left to resolve things, and that's uh, Josephine over there. Uh, well, Josephine, upon returning to the campus, is just absolutely radiant, and she doesn't even need to wait because, uh, well, there's only one thing that causes that around here, and uh, her son knows what it is. Yep. And, and as soon as you get to the door, you don't even have to even knock because the radiance kind of shines through the door and it just opens. And and there's Stephen Eldrain just being like, hey, mom, I didn't think you'd be back so soon. But oh, well, I had a mission and I was going to do the best I could for you because I want what's best for you. And I took what you said into consideration and me and a couple of the other patrons, we went out and we got you this and she'll hand over the card. There's a pause before Steven's just like, wow. I mean, uh, uh, th th uh thank you. You're quite welcome, dear. I hope that you and your friends enjoy it. Well, I mean, 
fully honest, I was just, I guess, you know, well, I was chatting, I was talking with Judith when she came by before you did. And, you know, and, and during all of that, I, I, one of the things that came up was just like, I asked her, you know, I, I was never sure what, uh, she saw in you as all as like, you know, but I don't know. I mean, this is actually kind of cool. So, you know, uh, well, <laughs> I'm, su- I, I guess it'll be fun to surprise Jews next time she shows up by having this card kind of out in the open. She's going to ask me where I got it from and, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it a secret, but. Oh, I don't mind if she knows. I know I want, I kind of want to speak with her again anyway. Anyhow, I have to get going, and uh, she will draw a halo with her finger into the ceiling and kind of like start drifting through it with her voice kind of distorting uh, a little bit as she goes. Well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be well-behaved. I can't, you know, I'm, I might be a little rebellious at times just to kind of be more like Judith, you know. Oh, you always were a kidder, Steve. And on that Harvester reference, I think we're going to be able to close it off here for the day here. <laughs> As the patrons each make their deliveries, their patrons are, uh, their, their warlocks are better off for it, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> I came up with this entire character around that one stupid joke that I just did. I'm so happy for it. <laughs> um, and, and, and a sufficient amount of chaos was embedded into the multiplanar shopping center. Excellent. So in other words, it was Tuesday. Yes. Well, yes. For me, well, it was Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Well, I will say thank you again for all of you uh, for joining in. Um, and with that, hopefully, there will be another day where we'll revisit Shard Point, maybe with the mailroom back in order, maybe with more warlocks being better behaved, and hopefully with fewer. Uh, audit-inducing catastrophes to be managed by the headmaster. But until next time, uh, thank you all for watching and uh, thank you all for listening, rather. I I put this on YouTube, so I was thinking watching. But thank you all for (laughs) listening. And uh, if you're listening to this when it released, then next week should be the start of Resubian. So hang tight for that. (laughs) 